Welcome back to Middle Tech's Weekend Reading, our blogs read aloud. I'm Nate. This weekend, we're revisiting a piece by Logan Jones that overviews the inequity of the poor internet services provided in Appalachia and other rural regions. We're going to look at why this inequity exists and how Starlink will help even the playing field in the near future. Let's go. Before we jump in today, we are sponsored a great opportunity from Render Capital. Render is a Louisville-based investment firm, and they have a shared mission to Middletech. They also want to advance the startup ecosystem in Kentucky and the Midwest overall. So are you, listener, a startup founder who could use $100,000? If so, Render Capital wants you to apply for the 2021 Render Competition. The competition invests $100,000 into eight early-stage startups every year. It wants to help those startups scale their solution and attract future investment. You could be one of those, so anyone is welcome to apply. It's super easy. Applications are open right now, but you have to apply before May 6th. You can learn more about the competition and apply at render.capital/competition. That's render.capital/competition. Go apply. Why Appalachia Should Pay Attention to SpaceX by Logan Jones As the internet becomes more ingrained in everything we do as humans, not being connected is just simply not an option. For an area that many consider to be left behind or forgotten, Appalachia needs to understand the significance of Starlink's worldwide internet so that we can take full advantage of this incredible advancement in technology. I heard a story recently about a school that had to go completely online because of COVID. Of course, this was most schools when the virus first hit, but this story resonated with me because of how the students and faculty were forced to adapt just to simply continue their education. There were so many students in the area that had inadequate or no internet access at all that the school moved all of their Wi-Fi routers to the front of the building and students were connecting in the parking lot in their cars in the kind of like quasi-remote learning scenario. This school just so happened to be in my backyard, Bourbon County, Kentucky, and it really got me thinking. How many people in my home state are unable to get online education or are otherwise struggling because of these connectivity issues? And furthermore, How could we possibly expect the people and places lacking sufficient internet to keep pace with the rapid rate of innovation happening in more populated parts of our country? Education is not the only crucial human resource being denied to these people because of poor internet connection. Healthcare accessibility also suffers tremendously in these regions, especially now that COVID has made it unsafe for some to seek healthcare in person. Further, as the technology and economic opportunity gap between the coasts and rural America widens, more talent is drained from these rural areas, further widening that gap even more. It's a vicious cycle. If an area is unable to offer high-speed internet, the vast majority of businesses simply are not able to survive in that area. Therefore, workers in those rural areas have to leave in order to get the same opportunities. While a strong internet is not the only solution to this talent drain issue, 
Having strong internet is a big step in at least giving that talent the opportunity to stay put. As Kentuckians, we have endured watching our land of opportunity fade, and regardless of whether you feel that the end of coal is a good thing or a bad thing, there's no ignoring the economic hole that its absence leaves. It's crucial that rural Kentuckians are able to connect to the internet with the same efficiency as those on the coast if we want any chance of filling that economic gap. So now everything is online, right? You can obtain an entire education online. You can invest online, and for some jobs you can do them completely remotely online. The land of opportunity has shifted from physical spaces to digital ones. But this shift has not brought everybody along with it. While you can call the internet a place, it's a place that has very real, physical barriers of entry. Take account of the tools and resources that are allowing you to listen to this podcast. You're likely listening on a device that costs you several hundred dollars. That device is charged with electricity that you pay a monthly fee for. Therefore, it's safe to say that internet providers deliver most of us a necessary service that's worth the cost. But like any business, those providers invest capital in places where they can see a return for their business. So where is that return? Well, it's populated areas. This means that there are both financial and geographical barriers of entry to the internet. And if you're able to overcome that financial barrier, you still must overcome that geographical barrier. Relocating for an adequate internet connection is simply not an option for many people, especially for those with deep family roots in their hometowns like many Kentuckians have. The internet right now is provided through cables, and it creates a web of access across the nation. Internet companies invest in expanding that web to areas that have the most population, but, like a spider web, there's always going to be holes. Starlink, which is a SpaceX subsidiary, is constructing a constellation of low-orbit satellites that will provide low-latency, high-speed satellite internet to the entire globe. By launching over 12,000 satellites into orbit using SpaceX rockets, Starlink's network will take advantage of some pretty insane technology in order to provide internet service all across the world. There are some great resources out there that can explain this in a lot more detail, but here are some highlights. At the end of 2019, 50% of the world's population was still offline, proving the need for the Starlink technology. Each Starlink satellite is going to cost roughly 300,000 US dollars, which actually is remarkably cheap when we talk about space equipment. Starlink satellites will communicate via five lasers that will beam light pulses to other satellites in order to transfer information. Because light can travel faster in the vacuum of space than it can in a fiber optic cable, this creates low latency internet. Starlink needs a large number of satellites in their constellation because they are planning on operating them at much lower altitudes than what we traditionally think about with satellites. This lower altitude means their radius of coverage is going to be much less. However, latency is also going to be reduced, increasing the quality of connection. With this network, Starlink could rake in 30 to $50 billion in revenue every single year. That gives SpaceX a crazy amount of funding to do whatever they want with, like maybe colonize Mars or something. Starlink could be a catalyst for many opportunities in the Appalachian region. But at the very least, it will provide equal opportunities for healthcare, for education, and for employment in rural areas that so desperately need the upgrade. 
Appalachia needs to understand that these major opportunities are approaching in the not-so-distant future, and we all need to ensure that they are prepared when they finally arrive. 